0: Hello, welcome to Midnight Musings. I'm your host Bren, and I'm Jay. That's right, and it's what is it? Episode four?
1: It is episode four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. So uh, we're doing quite well with these, aren't we?
1: At the moment, yeah. Yeah. We're fairly consistent.
0: Seems to be consistent. Seems to be doing well. Uh, it's, it's always good. It's good, and we're happy to uh, hear from you week on week as well, our beautiful listeners yes yes and uh, of course before we dive into our main topic we just want to remind everybody that you can leave a comment that we will read out on the next show on our youtube channel where we do post these so that's youtube.com forward slash ministry of gamers mog yes um if you want to comment on anything we talk about today then please leave it there and we will read it out in the next show so i guess now it's time to get straight into the main topic isn't it jay
1: it is and we have
0: a jingle so i'm going to play it now yes isn't that epic it's beautiful in the world <laughs> beautiful beautiful music to introduce our segments um yeah so jay what is today's main topic
1: well, the main topic today is: Are games too long nowadays? Yes,
0: and is that a bad thing? Uh, I mean, should game developers focus on creating shorter, more concise experiences, or is there still a demand for longer and more in-depth games? Let's discuss. Jay, what are your thoughts on this?
1: See, I kind of, I like when a game is long, mm-hmm. especially if I'm getting into it. Like this, this is this is where it's going to get really difficult. But on the flip side, there are games which do outstay their welcome. And for me, I think it just comes down to when developers unnecessarily bloat their games mm. to increase runtime.
0: We're talking about that, that word padding, aren't we? Yes, yes. Because,
1: yes. um, now- I mean... To give like a real life example um i recently played through persona five okay yeah and that took me about 130 hours i think to do everything and if i'm honest i didn't want it to end i could have gone for another 130 hours on that game i loved every second of it but yeah because it was it was a constant moving story there was always something to do there was no Mm. unnecessary padding yes (laughs) yes on flip side, <laughs> go on assassin's creed valhalla
0: <laughs> I, why did i have a feeling you were gonna say that game title in particular I just
1: yeah i just i don't have the time for that no.
0: <laughs> i don't i don't think many of the gaming community had time to go through and do everything assassin's creed valhalla had to offer but yeah. but that i think therein lies the thing that you just mentioned uh, that you mentioned story you know you like persona 5 had it, it is brimming with story mm. you know and arguably the story and the cutscenes and and dialogue between characters takes up just as much of the game time as like the rest the you know actual playing
1: oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. so a lot of it is being immersed and being pulled in by the characters and I would say that uh, <sighs> Let's say the game, let's say Persona Five was exactly the same length, but there was no story in it. Do you think you would have played it for 130 hours?
1: No, uh, yeah, I would just get bored because yeah, Mm. without the story pulling you along or something to get really immersed into, it just yeah, Yeah. that's I I just like I just got lost in the story and the characters, and that's what really made me wanted to keep playing it.
0: Yeah, so I guess then the the longevity of a game i mean obviously it's different for every people every everyone that plays games you know that play games for different reasons and stuff like that but i feel i think i'm in the same camp as you that like i if i'm going to be playing a game for an extended period of time it has to have a compelling story or some really interesting character to keep me wanting to go back to see how's that character doing what's going to happen next to them you know and some you know something like that's going to pull me back in rather than something like i don't know uh minecraft where it's like oh i better go and play minecraft for another two hours because i need to bash some rocks for a bit
1: yeah i think games like minecraft and everything they're kind of they're in their own category because they can yeah. go for as long as you want
0: really, maybe that was it? a bad example
1: yeah, yeah but no but i see what you're saying but, I mean, yeah, sandbox games, I think, yeah, they can they can go on for as long as you like or as, as short as you like. Depends if you want to beeline the, the uh, I use the quote, story loosely. But,
0: yeah, um, yeah but I, it, just,
1: it comes down to, like, so what is the ideal game length, do we think? <laughs>
0: now, that that's the million-dollar question. I, I think that, like, so many developers would really want to know the answer to that. Like, what is the golden time frame? But I guess... You can't have, a, there's no perfect, There there isn't, it can't be, because everybody is so different on how they play games. Some people, I mean, I would say, you know, a great example of a game, now a game franchise, a popular game franchise, going from uh, gameplay and character driven to being overly bloated and kind of, uh, I want to say less interesting than its former titles, would be the Zelda franchise right now
1: i knew You knew you I was that. gonna
0: say it. I went there. I went there. So yeah, I agree. My my major. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring bring the my world real world example in here now. So obviously I I love Zelda. I, you know I've played all the originals. I, I, my favorite being Ocarina of Time. um Christmas 1998. Thank you very much, parents. that was, that was very <laughs> good. Um, yeah and and i adored that game because you know it's dungeons uh the time you know obviously it's it's not a super long game but like it felt like everything you did in ocarina of time there, there was so many things that had a purpose and it all kind of linked together and there were so many aha moments uh it was great and when i was looking forward to breath of the wild and obviously every zelda since ocarina has kind of largely stuck to the same formula of like you know dungeons and getting items and and all that kind of jazz. And then we get to Breath of the Wild, and they changed it up to be more open world. Now, on paper, that sounds incredible, right? It it sounds amazing. Yeah. mm -hmm. But when you actually play it, in my experience, I thought, wow, this looks great, it feels great. However, there were certain things that I just couldn't get over. And anyone that's watched our review on (laughs) Zelda Breath of the Wild will already know the list of things I'm quickly about to breeze through. Didn't like weapon breaking. There was a lot of walking without, you know, stuff to do in between. The the world felt a bit too large and not enough in it. Um, And the shrines were a boring copy-paste you know where uh, that were replacing high quality dungeons i i feel i feel the only dungeon in the entire game that was really worth playing was ganon's castle which right at the end
1: yeah uh-huh
0: that was that was when it felt like an actual dungeon in a zelda game to me and yeah i <sighs> the rest of it was just padding it was just it was a lot of meaningless padding walking isn't gameplay it's just not um and there's a difference (laughs) there's a difference because i know what people are going to be saying it's like yeah but exploration brand exploration's important it's like yes it is but there's a difference between walking and exploring (laughs) 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 you know like i'd say the best game that's got this down to a freaking art was elden ring like i know so many people are going to agree with that
1: yeah, Elden Ring was um, open world done on a completely different scale to anything. Um, yeah,
0: because that actually, when you when you discovered something in Elden Ring, it genuinely felt like, oh wow, I've really discovered something amazing here.
1: Oh yes yeah, because you had no choice but to discover it because there was there was none of this world like world like traditional world map waypoints yeah. none of this oh look there might be something interesting here go there no none of that you literally yeah. stumbled across stuff
0: Yeah and normally got your ass handed to you in a basket Very
1: quickly yeah <laughs> very
0: quickly Yeah well, what's that is that a dragon Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah Elden Ring's are um incredible display and maybe again that's a bad example because that's kind of like a one that's a one off you know there isn't many other games out there that have done something similar to what elden ring achieved
1: no i mean i would say again this is a game this is a game that i'm gonna get a lot of hate for saying this um (laughs) that that falls underneath the category too long Mm. um Or maybe just at the time I didn't have enough time to play it, which again, it sounds like another excuse and I'm really (laughs) sorry to everyone about to annoy. But The Witcher 3, although, but I mean, I'm not saying the game was bad because I think that again was an open world done well. There was so much going on. There was so much to kind of stumble across and fall into and discover. They did exploration
0: Um, very well and every side quest or thing you found felt like an important part of the game.
1: Oh yeah, some of the yeah. side quests, which you could completely just ignore, were just—they were incredible stories. Mm-hmm. So again, nothing, nothing bad on the game. It's just I think it landed for me at the wrong time, and I didn't have enough hours to put into it. So that—that that unfortunately has still gone on the unfinished pile, and mm-hmm. it's still in my mind categorized as too long, too, too long. overwhelming <laughs> for me to go back to now.
0: There's—I mean, The Witcher is a big boy. It's—it's uh, it's got a lot of, lot of stuff in it, and uh, it's—it can be very overwhelming for like someone that's taking on an adventure game like that for the first time as well like it hits you with all these systems it kind of it does feel like it drops you in the deep end a bit and you know that's coming from like you know I'd, you and me have both played these games for years like and uh, yeah. even starting that one felt a bit daunting at first um, yeah it
1: feels like um it's a very grown-up rpg yes it's a sort of rpg for like for for real growth, so, you know, it doesn't hold your hand. None of this, like yeah, think, uh, it's like nope. You're in this brutal world. Deal with it. Yeah. Um. But so uh, go on. I mean, continue. Continue. <laughs> no, it's just like yeah, I know I contradict myself saying I don't have that time to put in there, and then I co- openly admitted to spending like 120 hours on Persona Five, and it's just <laughs> like I get I contradict myself there. But for some reason, The Witcher Three has just gone onto that. Part of my mind that says i'm not gonna have time even though i recently did download the xbox series x update and got it reinstalled ready to go and i've still not played it yeah
0: i mean to be fair there are many games that you know i haven't played too just for varying different reasons but um when just getting back on the topic of you know are they too long i suppose I guess that can be subjective as well, depending on the kind of person you are, what you have going on in your life. You know, if you've got kids, you know, you you don't have much time to sit down and play a game. So like playing, you know, but then it's a case of like, the game's got to be entertaining for a long time, but um, will something, you know, will, will something like Destiny, for example, that's a live service that's designed to be played infinitely almost... You know, does that have enough to keep pulling people back? And I know they try and extend the longevity of these kind of things by having different, um, I don't know, events and things like that. But if it's 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 really hard to gauge because when I say a long game is good, I don't mean something like Valhalla, where where the game feels like you're just doing busy work rather than being entertained. Yes, you know when when you start saying in a game like, "Oh, I've I've got to go over there and get five of these, and oh, I've got to kill ten of those for my daily login bonus, or I've <laughs> got to I've got to go here and fetch five of these things and bring them over there." Like that just feels like you know, and all the missions are the same. It's kind of like, um, you know, like Destiny's like stand here and protect this door against three waves of enemies do that forever (laughs) yeah um that feel that feels like busy work and i really don't like long games that are just filled with that kind of content
1: yeah Mm -hmm. i think recently um the the game that's felt perfect in length to me was hogwarts legacy
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and that had its fair share of busy work in it too i'll get to that in a minute but carry on
1: yeah no it really did like to get that platinum trophy, oh my God, did I suffer! <laughs> but um, I I liked it because the main story and you know, ninety nine percent of the side quests could be done in around about twenty five hours, and I think mm. I think that's the sweet spot. And then I think to do everything to get the platinum, I think it took me up to 40, 40 yeah. hours to do everything. And I think I think that that's a good level.
0: Yes, and also having like you know, a good base level of content that's unique and interesting and engaging that lasts around 25 hours for a triple a title that's a good benchmark to hit and then yeah. anything after that that's where your busy work can pad it out a little bit more because then it's kind of a choice of whether or not you want to do that i know we <laughs> was speaking to a couple of our friends uh the other night and uh they mentioned that oh well you know i didn't do all the side quests because like frankly i wasn't quite interested in Deeks' fetish for breeding thestrals, so (laughs) yeah, I mean, (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's a choice at that point, you know. But yeah, yeah, long long games they can be great, but as long as they've got immersive content,
1: yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: But okay, and here is the other part of this as well. Like, when when you buy a game, like, does the length of the video game? affect its replayability or its value for money you know how does that play into
1: that i mean it doesn't play into my purchase decision um, because you know nine times out of ten you know what you you know what you're getting into Mm. but i mean a game doesn't have to be long to have replayability and longevity for me if anything a game like uh a game that took me 120 hours to finish i'll probably play once really enjoy the experience and maybe never go back to it mm. on the flip side i resident evil 4 recently came out <laughs> mm-hmm. my first playthrough took me 12 hours my second playthrough took me four i'm going through it for the third time now so yep. it's just like <laughs> you know that's not a long game by any stretch but i'll probably get more longevity at that because i'll keep wanting to keep playing it and going through it the same as resident mm. Evil village when that came out i mean i can't remember how many times i went through that but yeah. you know that game lasted about two hours
0: yeah uh, yeah on a on a speedy playthrough after you've been through it like your first time then yeah i mean and i kind of agree with that like i think um <sighs> because to me it's kind of like there's a lot of a lot of people i see arguing online about like oh you know games that are just one and done you know or like you'll play it once and you know never go back to it like what's the point but it's like well okay (laughs) you know does that mean like you'd only ever watch your favorite movie once and it's done (laughs) you're never gonna uh, watch that film again
1: (laughs) so uh, some people don't
0: well yeah some people don't but some people look like, you know I'll, I'll watch a movie like multiple times if i really enjoy it the same kind of thing as, uh you know I'd, i'll play a short a shorter game really enjoy the experience and i'll want to keep playing it over and over again and i, I yeah. think um i don't think yeah this is the hard thing because like you know people do do care about like value for money and it's like well if i'm gonna and games are expensive now it's like If I'm going to drop, like, £70 or $70 or whatever on a video game, they're going to want to make it, you know, it's got to be long, right? You know, they want it to be entertaining for a long time. So, to me, it could be like, well, the game could be, like, three hours long, but I'll play it 20 times, like, over the month, like, because I love doing that. But someone that Mm. doesn't like doing that, they'll play it through once and then they'll be like, wow, I just wasted all that money. It wasn't good value for money.
1: Um, yeah, and I think that's where, obviously, value is very subjective to the person. Because, so, yeah. yeah, someone might want a game which will take 200 hours to finish and, you know, that would be value to them others would like uh, a 20 hours but because the story was so great and it gives them mm-hmm. to think about that's value to them and then someone else might want something like the latest call of duty where let's be honest a game <laughs> lasts 10 minutes but you can play <laughs> yeah. that over and over and over again for the yes. uh, until the dawn of time or yeah. until they turn the servers off and to them that's their value for money because they can keep playing it yeah as long as they like
0: it, it, yeah it's, it's subjective but then is that is that 200 hour long game that's Seventy pounds still worth the money if it's filled with busy work.
1: No. <laughs> so is it, is my view on that?
0: Yeah. In in that same breath, you know, are multiplayer games worth it when their content is largely based on cosmetics and microtransactions? You know, is that value for money? I, what I'm trying to say is, should all live service games be free to play?
1: Uh, well this is probably another topic for another it's day, probably another cop- it,
0: topic for another yeah, day because yeah
1: there's there's lots of ways that you can attack that statement
0: yeah 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 for sure
1: <laughs> and, and, and you know on, on some levels yeah i fully agree on other levels i can see where they could charge for the game
0: yeah now the one the one last thing i just want to say about this this whole topic um is i, I think it's an interesting one and i've seen like a lot of different things and you know suggestions of what what Game, what game developers should put on their boxes or, you know, on their advertisements and stuff like that. Now, do you think games should have a recommended playtime displayed on the box or in online description, so so you can kind of, like, you know, make more informed purchasing decisions?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
0: And And I mean- would that be detrimental to game developers or not?
1: I don't, uh, I don't know i don't know i don't know how i'd feel about that because mm. sometimes you want to go into a game as blind as possible and it, it's quite nice not knowing how long a game is going to run for. especially uh, let's put it in the context of like an rpg or some story driven game yeah you don't really want to know it's going to take 20 hours because you'll be clock watching and thinking oh am i coming to the end Am I coming to the end, am I to the end? Am I yeah so i i can see it affecting that but I don't know. Yeah, for someone with a busy schedule that might not want to drop a lot of hours into that, could be mm. kind of useful uh, information. Like information, or you know,
0: I think the re- the reason why I ask is because th- there's all there's already a website, you know, called How Long. I can't remember what the exact website. How long
1: to beat or something? Yeah, maybe. how
0: long to beat? I think yeah, and it's it's like a database of like all games and average playtimes based on casual. Mm um you know first time playthroughs to you know the speed run times kind of thing yeah, and I,
1: I noticed just quickly on that um xbox have implemented that feature as well on um i don't know if it's on consoles but definitely on the xbox for pc app oh yeah it it does have data of um how long people have taken to play it on their first playthrough or to get 100
0: okay so... So, so they are starting to feed that in
1: yeah that's, that's interesting xbox on pc
0: that's good. I think I think it would be good for console players to get that. But then, like, if that information had to be provided by the developers, do you think, like, that would change the way development, you know, is it impacted? Like, you know, if they think, like, well, we've got to display, like, our our times, you know, of, like, average playtime and stuff like that. And that has had negative impacts before. You know, like, when, when it, you know, came out that, oh, Resident Evil Village is only an eight-hour game.
1: Yeah, I think that it would have a negative impact because, uh, to again, to make their game look more appealing and have more value for money, that's when they'll want to bloat the playtime to make yeah. it look, look, this game takes 200 hours. There's lots of content here for you to get lost in. But is uh, it good
0: like, content? <laughs> yeah, I was going
1: to say, if it's a 10 hours story and 190 hours of fetch quests and crafting... Yeah. Then, then it's it's not going to be no. great, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's Yeah, it's a difficult one, but... I guess from this, I'd like to ask people listening, actually. What do you prefer? Do you prefer a super long game that you'll you'll play multiple times? Or do you prefer a short, concise, tightly developed game that you'll play over and over? That'll be interesting to hear what people think about that. And yeah, if you do want to leave a comment... Just hop over to the YouTube channel, or if you're already there, great. Just drop us a comment down below um, and uh, let us know your thoughts. That's ministry of uh, well, it's YouTube.com forward slash Ministry of Gamers M O G, and uh, yes. yeah, give us a give us a comment. So, uh, do you have anything else to add on this longevity of games, Jay, or shall we move on?
1: I think we can move on. I think I've said everything I want to say on it. But yeah, Yeah. it'd be good to uh, hear what the audience thinks. So yeah, please do let us know.
0: Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay, well, now it's time to move on to the section of the show where we muse about something that happened recently in the news. And Jason, what is in the news this week?
1: Okay, so we're going to start with Resident Evil 4 again, just because I love that game and I can't (laughs) stop talking about it. Nice. Um... (laughs) so i mean sales figures again really impressive they've now sold three million copies in three weeks Ooh, so that's great I, I know i'm so happy that the game's doing so well. <laughs>
0: I know, well i mean maybe another topic for another day but yeah all these games that are doing so well are games that came out years ago <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, there is that, yeah. there is that. but it's uh, it's well-deserved. It's been an amazing game. Like I said, I'm currently on playthrough number three, and I'm loving it. Nice. Um, nice. However, we do need to talk about <gasps> some bad things which have happened oh, no. uh, this week. So I'll start with some more good news. Okay. Um, uh, oh, uh, no, sorry. Four million copies sold in three. Oh,
0: weeks. four million? Uh,
1: yeah. I wow. can't even read my own notes. <laughs> um, four million copies. So it's even more impressive. They've sold another million since. Amazing. Um, so they've added some dlc okay week. they added free dlc which is the mercenaries mode so Ooh. that's gone in now and Tasty. yeah that's super fun and like i said it's free which is great however oh no they've also added microtransactions no yes. why have they done that you can now pay real-life money to upgrade your weapons in the game. No,
0: so it's it's not even just microtransactions. It's pay-to-win microtransactions.
1: Yes, so they're uh, so basically in. You get exclusive upgrade tokens for your guns, which you know you can unlock in the game um, by completing <laughs> challenges
0: and grinding for ten thousand hours. I bet.
1: No, it's not too bad actually. It's oh, not, okay. It's not um, as long as you're clearing all the challenges while you're playing the game you can unlock the tokens right usually about two playthrough but the tokens but once you've fully upgraded your weapon you then use a the token to give it um well you don't even need to use the token you can use a token or you can pay in-game currency to upgrade your gun to the final level right um so you know you can do it in the game without having to spend real money but they've added the option now to to buy these upgrade tokens from the store
0: so you can just fast track it without
1: two pound 50 a pop yeah so it's pay so, to
0: skip the game essentially
1: yeah so i mean right. <laughs> can you call it pay to win when it's an uh, a single player game yes I mean, you can <laughs> yeah because basically what you're doing if if you i mean add accessibility to the game that's fine if you if you want to increase your gun to stupid levels right off you know from the get-go then fine but that ruins the balance and the experience of the game overall
0: yeah i mean overall uh, at the end of the day you're paying to just skip playing the game
1: yeah like what's the the point in that Uh,
0: i just i feel that's bad and lazy game design if developers give you an opportunity to pay to skip the gameplay like what's yeah. the point in me playing it then
1: no it always makes me think back to the old uh need for speed games where uh, they started selling the time saver packs
0: oh yeah where it just unlocked all the cars immediately yeah yeah So you start uh,
1: unlocking all the cars and the the upgrades no point so, in playing okay. the game then is it yeah, so what's the point <laughs> of me playing then
0: <laughs> uh yeah it's stupid i hate microtransactions like that and yeah, you know, everyone should be able to play the way they want to play it and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if you're paying to skip playing the game that you paid for, you're fucking stupid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He said it. He said it. Yeah, yeah. it just...
0: No, you're not stupid. You're not stupid. You're just ill-informed. I don't think it's It's worth... It's not worth it, is it? Especially if you can play and enjoy playing the game and, you know get the upgrades anyway through playing the game
1: yeah yeah which you, you can yeah um it just yeah but it, it brings up another interesting point which um i've seen quite a few places uh mention this mm-hmm. um is that it's like this would have usually been free content or content yeah. that you would unlock with cheat codes or something, yeah or which... by
0: completing the game in under like two hours or whatever
1: yeah uh because like if you want to have more because fo- like some of the um the the upgrades for the final um the final upgrade for the weapons gives you infinite ammo yeah. so you know you you spend all this time leveling up this gun which you know realistically would probably take two or three playthroughs yeah. and then you could get this upgrade and have infinite ammo and then start having fun with the game that way like running through with an infinite magnum mm-hmm. um but by giving you by making you like or giving you the option to pay for it it's like yeah it makes me lament the days where you'd unlock this in game or, you know, put in them cheat codes. And because once you play through the game once, yeah, you sometimes you do want to have fun going through it again. Yeah. And muck around don't have on to. That, yeah. yeah. Don't have to spend money to do that. Yeah. No. No. Bring back the cheat codes.
0: Bring back the cheat codes. I do miss a good cheat code, you know. Like, or yeah. just like, just some super secret stuff that developers used to put in, you know. It's, it's just more interesting.
1: Yeah. But yeah. no, now to do it, you need to pay for it.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, again, it's, it's a shame that they've added them. And they added them three weeks after the game launched. So mm. they knew what they were doing. They did it outside the review windows. So it's a little bit shady, but.
0: Yeah, I'm throwing shade. I Resi for I mean, no. I mean, and it, they're not going to affect the main game. This is just the mercenaries mode, but
1: still. No, this is for the main game. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh well, now I hate it even more. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I'd if, I'd rather go back and just play the GameCube version yeah, with, the Game without version it.
1: It's it's still great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I still do highly recommend the Resident Evil Four remake. Um, let's just forget that these DLC things even exist.
0: Mm, I, that's bad that they did it after the review embargo. Yeah, that's but... that's not cool. That is no. not cool. because no, the every... scores would be lower.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I'd be interested to see. Uh, well actually, it's not really interesting to see what the the user reviews on Metacritic are because everyone's review bombing it anyway. I mean, so a multitude of different reasons.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, there are many reasons um, that people don't like Resi for. Um, mm-hmm. what, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Probably, oh no, they didn't. They made Ashley's skirt not short enough or something. I don't know, but. Um, <sighs> yeah the the microtransaction i feel are definitely going to have pushed user scores down more
1: yeah yeah oh well
0: a shame but uh you know
1: it is a shame but it's not as bad as the next company
0: oh no oh go on what's happened
1: so a game that i used to absolutely adore and play for thousands of hours Ark. oh yeah i mean I've not okay. come back to it because, I mean, after 3,000 hours, I think I've done enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, Studio Wildcard, um, they mentioned a while back that they were doing uh, a big like, graphical overhaul for Arc. Um
0: I remember hearing about that. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they were updating it to run on Unreal Engine 5, I think it yeah, was. So yeah. they were doing this big graphical overhaul of the first game before the second one comes out, uh, which the second one has now been delayed by a year. But we Oof. all saw that coming because nothing from uh, Studio World card has released on time.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So this upgrade is a paid upgrade. (gasps) Okay. So you will have to pay $40 to upgrade to the uh, the new one. But it gets worse. So in order to force people to do it, they're turning off the official (gasps) servers for the first game without the upgrade.
0: You're kidding me
1: so if you want to continue playing arc on the official servers which a lot of people do you will you will have to buy the upgrade
0: oh my um,
1: i mean they're trying to sweeten the deal and say that if you upgrade now you will automatically get arc 2 when that releases um, i mean that's next year
0: that's a sweetened deal but at the end of the day you gotta wait a whole year yeah, to get uh, your and new maybe, game and maybe, that you're paying and maybe longer mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, maybe longer, considering their reputation. for yeah, literally
1: no- nothing has come out on time <sighs> from Studio Wildcard. Um, however, it gets worse. No. So, as well as Ark, the main game, there was three sizable story DLCs. Okay. Um, each one of them will be overhauled too. Oh no. And even if you own all three of them, you will have to buy each and every one of them again. Oh.
0: And how much?
1: uh about 15 dollars each i think that
0: sounds like original pricing as well for it
1: is it is original pricing basically everything that you've bought for arc you have have to buy it again if you want 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 to keep playing it yes oh my god
0: that's (laughs) terrible uh i i mean without even looking i'm assuming that wildcard are receiving the biggest wave of backlash they've ever faced in their entire lives after this dropped
1: yeah it's not gone down well um the scores for the game have basically plummeted everyone's <laughs> review bombing it now
0: yeah yeah i mean uh, that is that is full-on shade i mean if they would if they'd offered it as a choice like you know you can carry on playing the og arc it's fine but if you want the new shiny one then then yeah buy the upgrade but you mm-hmm. can still play the old one no no worries. That's shady that them like, you know, turning it off and forcing people, you know, because at the end of the day, the people that paid for Ark, they bought and they paid for a product that they will expect to be playing and continue playing. Yeah. So the fact that they've just essentially this is what I hate about digital online games is developers can just literally come into your house Rip their game off your shelf and go. This is no longer playable to you, <laughs> and then walk out. Yeah. And yeah. yes, they do have an, a, a, a thin twirly moustache um, when they're doing <laughs> it as well, and a cape, perhaps, yeah. and a um, monocle. And a monocle, yes. Um, uh,
1: so yeah. yeah, so that that's happening there. This. Um, <sighs> It's only affecting, I say only affecting, official servers. So if anyone's running, uh, because a lot of people have their own unofficial servers, yeah, Yeah. private servers, so Mm. it won't affect them. Uh, So there there will still be a way to pay the original one on a private server if you don't want to pay for the upgrade.
0: But you can't do it on the official ones?
1: No, all official (laughs) servers are being turned off. And I feel really sorry for the people that was put... Thousands and thousands of hours into the official servers.
0: F's in the chat. Yeah. F's
1: in the chat. Oh, so, that's
0: terrible. That is yeah, really so bad.
1: Always goes to show. No matter what one company does, another one will do something even worse.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. EA, they're probably listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what can we do?
0: Yeah, I'm, wait- I'm waiting for some uh, catastrophe news coming out about the new <laughs> Star Wars game, but uh, hopefully that'll be fine. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that releases in a few weeks. Yes. Looking forward to that one. Yes. Uh, moving on to some Sony news, um, Sony. and some interesting patents that they've. Uh, interesting pants. Patents.
0: Oh, patents. <laughs> Not
1: pants. Interesting pants. Then that would be news. Yeah. Um, no, they've um, patent or patent. I don't know how you pronounce it. However,
0: you pronounce uh, it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, for temperature feedback in the controllers temperature feedback
0: oh like to well maybe that's a battery thing
1: well i i mean at the moment because people can only go by the information that's that's in the thing they've submitted but okay they, they're on about looking at technology that will um solve the issue of plastics that are that could potentially deform
0: Oh, okay, and become brittle.
1: Yeah, which leads people to think that they're, you know, trying to add more immersion Mm. into their controllers and have temperature-changing PS5 controllers.
0: Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that that is not what they're doing. I think that's a reach.
1: Yeah, I don't know, because, I mean, looking at some of the... It's very technical. Some of the details in it are... um, There's an example filling mixed sealed gas bubble into an elastic chamber i mean <laughs> yeah okay I
0: mean,
1: whatever you say but yeah temperature controlled uh temperature changing controllers
0: <laughs> okay but yeah maybe maybe that means that all ps5 controllers or ps6 controllers or whatever they're going to put this into uh maybe they're going to have vapes in them so you can have like vapor coming out of it can you imagine that
1: yeah, really immerse yourself in the yeah. World, like, yeah, yeah like yeah ha- oh, like an
0: explosion happens on screen and you get a blast of vape in your face
1: <laughs> <laughs> you fall into water it just splashes water in your face yeah
0: <laughs> they're going for 4d gaming
1: yeah. yeah yeah i mean actually we have to buy a sony couch that moves <laughs> <the room. laughs>
0: yeah motion seats. brilliant <laughs> uh i mean I- i'm all for stuff like that i mean it's it's fun it's gimmicky but i don't know there's there's nothing that beats like i i still think the best immersive control and and thing to happen in video games it was the steel battalion uh game on the original xbox
1: i mean yeah you don't get more immersive than that because no. my god was that hard to use
0: yeah for for anyone that doesn't know steel battalion was a, a mech piloting game and it came with a huge controller that featured 40 buttons and switches there's a switch on there to turn on the windshield wipers you know it had two big joysticks with buttons on there to move each arm of the mech and it also had three foot pedals uh that you had to use to control the mech and the whole setup was amazing and i do have it i do i do have it it's 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 a prized uh item in my collection um and i think
1: i i used to, I used to love playing that Wars. So yeah was, yeah i never knew what i was doing and, and it was yeah. super hard but it was <laughs> <Yeah>. fun
0: <laughs> uh but yeah it was it was great wasn't it to pilot a mech so uh i think that was the best form of immersion just having something to actually grip hold of and and you know use i think they've gotten a lot more back with that with with vr you know that's very immersive yeah mm-hmm. um I think the worst kind of immersion was, Did do you remember that they actually released a new Steel Battalion game?
1: I knew they did a new one. Did they release a special controller for it?
0: No. Do you oh. remember that time in Xbox's history, Jay, where you are the controller? Ah, oh, no. Yeah, it was a Connect special. A Kine- oh my
1: god. <laughs> yeah,
0: and typically, if, if you do look at the review scores, it, it bombed so hard it it's the worst game it's i'm pretty sure it's pointed at as being one of the worst games to ever release on that generation um you don't you don't really hear much about it because it was so bad
1: yeah no connect i'm so glad it died
0: yeah yeah let's sweep that under the carpet but hey <laughs> yeah. you know if playstation want to carry on try i mean they they did well already with the adaptive triggers i find those triggers really really cool to use um yeah i love it in games i, I know some people find them a bit like oh i don't like that and switch it off but i i really like it and like things like call of duty when you pull when you fire a gun and the trigger like kicks in your finger it feels really good
1: yeah so yeah, it's great and um at horizon if you, you feel the tension of the bow
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: and, uh, yeah. I think they've invented that really great.
0: They, they've done it really well. So if they want to go ahead and put hand warmers in in controllers, then then sure, let's yeah, let's feel the flames, <laughs> you know? yeah. feel the heat of the next uh, immersive AAA title. So
1: yeah, so again, it's just something they've filed whether it comes out or they're just you know covering bases for now but yeah interesting to see what the next innovation of controller is yeah I'm looking Uh, forward to that yeah we're all used to haptic feedback now so let's see what uh, see what new comes out of this yeah for sure Um, but sticking with Sony uh, for the moment (laughs) there is also rumours that they are working on a new handheld console
0: ooh Uh, I uh, assume it's not going to be another PSP are they doing something different you
1: think so it's it, I mean the last one they did was the PS Vita which yeah, yep. it was a great console um yep. for like a handheld thing it was still quite powerful um it never really took off in no. the west uh, it was very big in Japan but Japan love the game, their
0: handhelds don't they yeah, yeah and they
1: had the games to support it there were yeah. so many more games over there than that came out over here however this one from from the the leaks and the rumors that people have seen this will require a PS5 still so okay. this will just act as a cloud streaming sort of console from your ps5
0: oh so kind of like it connects to your ps5 and from anywhere from a wi-fi connection and then you can just play games that you have yeah so on console
1: uh like yeah so remote play functionality um maybe that is just for ps5 games um but i know as part of the playstation essential or no playstation extra or whatever they're calling it now Mm. so many confusing names um they do have the streaming for old like ps3 ps2 and ps1 games they already have cloud streaming there so i wonder if it will be like um i don't know their version of like a game pass box which will allow you to cloud stream older titles and then remote play PS5 games from your console. Well,
0: am, am I remembering this incorrectly? But couldn't you remote play your PlayStation Four with a Vita? You could. So
1: is that not the... many times they play Destiny in a different room?
0: I was gonna say, isn't that not the the same thing? Then are they just kind of they're just gonna release a new handheld that can do what the Vita that did?
1: But, yeah, but for PS5, potentially. Yeah, uh,
0: so... I'm yeah, I'm interested to see what they come up with.
1: Yeah. Because there's there's quite a lot of handheld like sort of cloud streaming things entering that space now. I mean, yep. the Steam Deck was the first one, obviously, and that's done yep. really well. Yeah. Um, but there's some competitors releasing soon. I know ASUS are doing a a Steam Deck. Oh, are they?
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah, um, keep keep your eyes on the handhelds then.
1: Yeah. Um. But I mean, I've been quite tempted to get a Steam Deck, but.
0: Well, if you do, let me know if you if you get one, because then we can test our game on it. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: good, good yeah. Um, uh, Nice plug.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, we're we're developing a video game. It's called Bubblegum Zombie Hunter. Uh, the demo is freely available on Steam uh, or itch. Io, uh, or you can check out the website, which is bubblegumzombie. Com. Yep. Yeah there you go shameless got to, plug yeah
1: gotta uh, no, gotta got plug it gotta plug it
0: absolutely might be on a new sony handheld one day who
1: knows <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for the news
0: lovely uh what a what a riveting round of news but now it's time to wistfully swiftly move on to hear from our beautiful listeners with listener comments <laughs> Yes, and who is our first commenter, Jay?
1: So first, we have Kenneth Roberts. Kenneth! How's it going? Who says, uh, great episode, Lance. Wait! Um, He also clarified Super Stardust Portable and Syphon Filter Dark Mirror are PSP games. Oh, uh, That you can only play on the PS Plus Premium. There you go, just what I was talking about. So that's what it's called.
0: (laughs) So it's like, yeah, the only way to play those games that you never heard of is is because they were on premium download-only sections of the store yeah is that right Uh
1: yeah yeah that um you know originally released back on the psp which not many people really had no shame really yeah Uh,
0: i mean i'll definitely check it out though but i don't think i'm going to be able to play it (laughs) uh no which is a shame
1: yeah uh he also asks what would you say is a game that you thought might not be that good but exceeded your expectations and taken you by surprise
0: ride to hell (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I knew <mean, laughs> I mean, it wasn't uh, going to be good and it definitely wasn't
0: <laughs> No, what was I keep forgetting the name of the game that we played and we reviewed
1: I I, I was going to say the exact same game Yeah Yaiba <laughs>
0: Ninja Gaiden Z <laughs> Ni- Yaiba Ninja Gaiden yeah we both we we went to, just a little story about this we both went to town and we were perusing the game shelves weren't we and it was at the time where game were doing like you know buy three Xbox 360 games for like 10 quid or whatever it was um, yeah it was like
1: three for four or something and yeah yes. i had I, we, we had this little tradition where we would like to go in and buy like the cheapest games that they had or ones that we'd never heard of and yep. just you know like 10 or 15 games at a time would come to like 20 pounds yeah <laughs> something and stupid. then we'd just
0: go and play them all yeah yeah and we were out of the stack of games we bought that day because we'd each buy like you know four or five wouldn't we yeah and yeah so we put the stacks together and out of the entire stack that day, the, the clerk that served us said, Ah, oh, Yiber. wow. Well, this, lads, is definitely the worst of the bunch that you've got here. Yeah. Turns out it was our favourite. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, we went straight back home and we were like, all right, let's play it. Yeah, And we did. We finished it, start to finish, in one sitting. Loved it so much, we decided to uh, review it. And I yeah. had to play through it again, start yeah. to finish, to capture it. And again second time through and i loved every second of it
0: yeah it's a fantastic game honestly if you've not played it yaiba ninja Gaiden, a great time to be had absolutely yeah and yeah. uh yeah check out our review of it as well if you want <laughs> yeah yeah
1: i yeah, yeah. Uh, guess uh, quickly uh, another mention um mm-hmm. well hang on i'll I read the rest of his um yeah yeah go first. On. he said for him uh the game that surprised him was a lawnmower simulator
0: Oh okay. You yeah, you played that, didn't you? Uh
1: not lawn mower simulator. Oh I no, oh. I did. I I I played like the first 10 15 minutes of it, but I couldn't get into You didn't that get on with definitely. it. No, no. no. <laughs> um it, said it was actually quite a good game and quite relaxing just mowing some grass, he says. <laughs>
0: yeah, I can't argue with that. I you know, I've yeah. I've played games like well, you've seen me play games like bus simulator. You're I mean, yeah. <laughs> driving a bus around a city, picking up some passengers, sorting out the change. You know i really like it it's it's very chill so i totally understand the lawn mowing aspects yeah
1: yeah no i I, but the game that uh, like and that similar similar sort of um genre that i really got into was power wash simulator oh
0: god you played loads of that didn't you
1: i I did i could not stop playing it i loved it
0: yeah just trying to trying to power wash every little bit
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, so I completely get the whole just like very relaxing, like you know, you're you just presented with this dirty play area. Go and clean it with this pressure washer. All right, lovely. Really Sign nice. me up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that that was another game more recently which has, uh, you know, surprised me, or yeah. I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then he has, uh, he asked, uh, he asked another cu- question. Yep. Uh, if I can use words. <laughs> um, did you rent any games from blockbusters and try and complete it before taking it back to the shop? Or was that just me?
0: (laughs) Well, I have a story about that. Um, Okay. I'll keep it brief. Uh, But uh, I, naughtily, when I was a young child, don't, don't have a go at me too much. Um, I didn't have a job. I didn't have any uh, money. So, uh, and games are expensive. So I had a chipped Xbox. Um, Because I wanted to play all the games. And there was a feature on the chipped Xbox that allowed you to install discs to the hard drive. So what I would do... (laughs) I'm really sorry, Blockbuster. I used to go to Blockbuster, rent a game, install it on the hard drive, and you did not need the disc afterwards.
1: I remember you doing that. Because (laughs) I remember, very specifically, uh, you did it with uh, Grand Theft Auto.
0: Yeah, yeah. It which is. one
1: was it? I can't remember which one it was, but it, it no, was the no, it was the it was the double collection, wasn't it? That's like, right. And but the disc wouldn't work because it was so scratched. So we played frisbee with it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The disc wouldn't work at all. Yeah, that was, yeah. So that we're was just cool.
1: like, oh, it's scratched the hell anyway. Let's just made the play frisbee with it. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, just just to redeem myself, every game that I did do that with, I I did buy a full real copy of. So there, <laughs> i don't have pirated games in my collection anymore
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we value our collections we now. do uh,
0: even yeah. to the point where you had a chipped playstation one and we had a copy of, like a pirated copy of knockout kings wasn't it
1: <laughs> knockout kings 2000. 2000
0: yeah and and we used to play that so much and then to a point where we both now own copies of knockout kings 2000 don't we
1: Yep, yep. Uh, that one and uh, Jedi Power Battles, Star Wars yes. Jedi Power Battles. Yeah, yeah then were the sure. two games that I had uh, copied, but yep. yeah, we loved playing it so much, we did go out and buy physical copies, so yes. <laughs> we redeemed ourselves. Redeemed! Um, Redemption! I don't remember ever renting too many games from Blockbuster, if I'm honest. My, the only time I remember, like vividly remember renting a game was Abe's Odyssey Ooh, on yeah. the PlayStation, and i remember renting it and it's really weird that i've linked these two um the same time that my parents rented titanic on video to the weekend because i remember them watching it while i was upstairs trying to get through this game as quick as i could in the two days that i had it
0: (laughs) yeah you ain't getting through abe's odyssey in two days are you
1: no no (laughs) especially not like back then when i was not that good at games no yeah um so yeah so my memories my early memories of abe's odyssey are always linked with titanic
0: <laughs> fantastic near far wherever you are you're always Follow near me. abe's odyssey
1: yeah. <laughs> so yeah fantastic you but thanks kenny thanks yeah. for your comment thank you uh we have a quick comment from Stephen that says great episode guys
0: <laughs> hey thanks steve thank you
1: very much We're always doing a pleasure right we are <laughs> <laughs> And then lastly we have Corz, or Karooz. I'm really sorry, I can never remember how to pronounce the <laughs> username. He says, "Hey guys, nice talk. Recently pre-ordered Resident Evil 4 simply because of the steelbook, Ooh. but I'm surprised it was just the game and steelbook with no normal PS5 case with it. When oh. did that change? I remember you got both before."
0: Yeah, you used to get like the steelbook as like a like an extra thing that you could put your disc in. Yeah, yeah, as, the steelbook
1: a... like came as that that was the the bonus item that came with the normal copy of the game that you got
0: although now now you say that um halo 2 on the xbox only came in a steel case it had a steel case with a plastic slip cover over the top i know because yes. i've still got mine
1: <laughs> yeah i've still got i've got mine on the shelf as well so uh,
0: they did do games that literally only came in the steel book.
1: but that was because you bought that special edition
0: yes there was a choice
1: yeah, there was a version that came in the normal case, and then there was the like the special edition that came in that steel book. Yeah,
0: so I um, guess it's just kind of like the old days—you <laughs> don't get both. But,
1: yeah, but I think the thing is like when you order like the the base copy of the game, and it comes with like you know pre-order now to get the steel book. Right that, then, you always used to get the steel book was like an added extra because I mean I've <laughs> I've got like a whole shelf of empty steel books that came with pre-orders <laughs> yeah. of other games that I've got yeah um but yeah no to only get that that seems a bit
0: yeah it's a bit pants but i mean like i've got the steel book the steel well it's a tin actually conflict desert storm 2 do you remember that
1: it uh, wasn't as good as the first one, no. but it's still a great game. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's good, but not as good. Yeah,
1: no, uh, but
0: yeah, no. It's it's always disappointing. To be honest, I think that's a topic for another day. To be fair, uh, special editions and games and how they are kind of crap these days
1: yeah uh, yeah good point that is on the topic for another day maybe next week maybe next yeah we'll put that one in the bank yeah uh and then he finishes his comment by saying i remember oh no on another note no more console wars get a ps5 and a pc yeah then you have the best of both
0: (laughs) yeah oh and a nintendo don't forget them
1: oh yeah you don't forget nintendo yeah sound advice that's my advice for everyone else (laughs) yeah but it's just like but then money's (laughs) involved Cause it's like yeah it's great saying just get an xbox ps5 pc and the yeah, switch you just buy buying. them all yeah it's like okay yeah all right <laughs> yeah
0: not not everyone can do that um but no. you i think the point the major point there is to be able to play everything you don't need a pc and three consoles you kind of just need a pc and two of the consoles because if you've got a really good pc or a halfway decent pc you don't really need an xbox
1: no because everything releases on well i'm not i'm not going to say everything but yeah, just majority of xbox's um catalog release on pc as well and yeah. most of it on the game pass yeah um But, I mean, even as far as PlayStation goes, um, a lot of the PlayStation exclusives are now being ported to PC. Okay, somewhat poorly. (laughs) But they are appearing on PC. So, yeah, I think as long as you've got a decent PC and a Nintendo Switch, if Nintendo games are your style, because, I mean, you know... Not everyone's cup of tea. No, if you don't like Mario, Pokemon, and Zelda, then you don't need a Nintendo Switch, to be honest. Um, So, yeah, there are ways around it, but... Either way, let's just stop the console wars. Yeah. Whatever you play on, it's great. Yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't don't come at me in the comments. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, we didn't get any hate comments. Which no, was, we which didn't. Great. That's good. No. Yeah, always a plus. Yeah, yeah. But thanks for your comment anyway. <laughs> yes, thank you. And that's it for this week. Fantastic
0: short and sweet for the comments but yeah if you want to leave your comment on anything that we've talked about today just don't forget to leave it in the comment section on youtube and that's youtube.com forward slash ministry of gamers mog um yeah, yeah. so I, I think we've whittled on for long enough haven't we
1: i think so yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that'll about do it for this week thanks again uh to everyone that's tuned in and and listened this far you you are an absolute golden legend if you've uh, got through the entire hour that we've been recording (laughs) yes Um, we love you all (laughs) we do we do there's a lot to talk about um uh yeah and if you've got this far and you'd like to leave us any feedback as well on how we're doing or things we can improve with the show then we'd also love to hear all about that so yeah please do include that in your comments and uh yeah so all that's left to say is goodbye from me
1: And goodbye from me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we'll lock down an official outro next time. But until then, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, until then, bye-bye. 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 Bye.